Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay. And today, Krista Lee joins me. Krista Lee is an award-winning and best-selling author, intuitive guide and coach, actor and singer with over three decades of combined professional experience. She's featured in magazines and online publications, numerous TV shows, films, radio and podcast productions, performs live on stage, speaks at special events and is greatly and regularly interviewed as a special guest across various media platforms. While consciously pursuing her passions and actively helping people tap into their infinite power, Krista Lee uses her voice as an advocate for personal growth. She's an optimist, a goal-getter, and a big dreamer with a deep love for nature and the creative arts. Empowering others is important to her, and she's on a mission to inspire as many people as possible to dig deep and level up their lives too. Krista Lee resides in rural Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada, with her partner in Shine, DJ, their two starseed children, Jackson and Lily, and a menagerie of feminals. Welcome, Krista Lee. Thank you so much, Magic. It's such an honor to be here. I am so excited for your show today. Thank you. And someone else has feminals, animals that are family. I love it. Oh, love, love, love our furry friends. They mean so much. Very true. Now, that is quite a bio. And tell us a little bit more about what got you so creative. Was it something that was always there as a child or was it something that you felt like a burning desire to be an advocate and be a creator? Yeah, you know what? It's always been in my life ever since I can remember. I've always been super drawn to creating in many forms. So from dance, I would make up my own dances as a child and plays like acting. I would make up my own shows. Uh, I've always loved drawing and painting and writing and pretty much anything that I could make something of. I've always been drawn to that. So it's definitely in my nature. My parents are both pretty creative as well. Like my dad used to do a lot of woodworking and played music, guitar. My mom as well. She was always painting the house and doing her own little hand-drawn artwork in the rooms and such. So it's it's definitely been in my life since day one. And I'm so grateful because I find it's a really 
um, beneficial tool to have because it can be used in so many ways. Fantastic. That is just beautiful. Now, Krista, we ask the guests the same three questions and everyone gives me different answers. And I know yours are going to be out of this world. So here you go. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Here's the first one. What can your expertise do to accelerate health, not just physical, but emotional and spiritual health? Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. My expertise is in um, intuition and self-healing. So for me, I believe that my expertise is really strong in uh, the sense that it promotes a good foundation mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And that's where my focus is on those core four pillars. And something that I really um, dig deep into with my clients and even with my family. I love to get really personal with people when I'm working with them. And I think that my channel, like a, as a vessel, I use my intuition to really curate something personal for each person. And definitely I find it it works uh, wonders for for pretty much everyone that I've worked with. I've always got uh, received some great feedback. So I'm very, very grateful and honored and humbled to have that. It is humbling helping people with their health. I do have to say that I completely agree. Now, we do talk wealth here and people think that's just financial, but your personal wealth is worth so much more. So what are your top three tips to creating any kind of wealth? Mm -hmm. Tough three tips to creating wealth. Definitely getting clear on what wealth means to you. I would say that mean that's number one. Especially for me, um, wealth is so much more than money. Like you said, it's not just about finances. Wealth is health. So that's at the forefront of my mind, physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually. Like I mentioned before, um, so you want to get really clear on that first to define what is wealth to you, and then and, um, the second thing I would say would be create a roadmap or I'd say a list of goals first, create a list of goals of things that you would love to achieve in those areas of wealth. So like perhaps there would be a list of goals for wealth um, personally, like for self wealth, and then something with relationship and something with uh, career profession and so on and so forth. And then once you have those, that list compiled together, I would say step three would be to create the roadmap and map it out step by step on what we can do, what you can do in order to achieve those goals. And what I like to do with my clients is kind of um, reverse engineer the goal. So we, we come up with the goal and then we reverse engineer it backwards, step by step by step in order to get there and then just map it out in order. And I find that that's a really great way to go about it and achieve those goals on a much more like a faster pace, as well as a more clear and defined path. Great. Now, before we get into what it is that you do every day, I need to ask you about weight loss. Many of our listeners have battled their weight or are battling their weight. And, you know, sometimes it's easy when you're a bigger person to say, oh, well, look at her. She's gorgeous. She's never struggled. Or, you know, she she never has to look into this. So first of all, have you ever battled your weight? If so, what was the trigger to lose it? And secondly, if you haven't, or if you have, no matter what, what tips do you have for the listeners to get off that 
that struggle to really start accepting their bodies? Mm, that's another great question. I'm kind of funny. I've never struggled with with issues with my weight, except for perhaps being on the smaller size. I've always been very small, um, not very tall, not very big and by any means, but I always wanted to be. This is so funny. I always wanted to put on weight and I try and, you know, I can eat everything. I can eat my husband under the table. Like it's, it's kind of interesting, but I have worked with people that are on that journey and on that path that have had some great success. And I think it all starts with our mindset, believe it or not. It's, it's, I think it's more linked to our um, mindset than our physical bodies. Of course, physical has, physicality has so much to do with it, but I think sometimes we overlook what goes on, you know, internally and how that can happen outward experience. So for me, I would definitely suggest um, getting clear on on a, on the path of the mind on um, what one is wanting to achieve with their goals, and then also like incorporating like positive affirmations and curating a really specific plan that one can follow. And I think like the basis of it all is just really working hard to to eat healthy as an overall lifestyle. Like I've never been one into to get into diets or fads or any type of thing like that. And I think those are, you know, they can work great in the short term, but long term, not so much. They're more of like a a temporary gain, but like a long-term loss. So I think taking on that habit of of lifestyle and eating really clean and eliminating processed foods and sugars and things like that, because they all have such a detrimental effect on our mindset too, not just our physical bodies. They they really harbor a space for a dis dis-ease in our mind and in our bodies too, if we're not careful. So I'm definitely a big advocate for for health. And I eat organic and um, vegetarian. For me, that works almost vegan, but but not so much all the way. But I think with these days, like the way that the world is and the foods that are accessible at our fingertips, it's so hard and I get it. And it sucks because like everyone seems to be so busy and, you know, it's so easy just to grab and go, but definitely taking the time to be really conscious of what we're putting into our bodies is so important because to me, it comes down to, to self-love, you know, and when we work on the self-love, like with my clients and such, it really opens up a new door so that it's, it's a lot easier to choose things that are healthier. And it's a lot easier to want to get up and move our bodies and get out of that like downward spiral and start creating an upward spiral, like a snowball effect in a positive way so that it, it really touches on all areas of our life. So weight loss and, you know, better relationships and better finances and more success and career and happier family. And I think it really all starts with self and the mindset and coming back to that place of really getting to the roots of what's going on. And then we can layer on all the externals from there. And yeah, I think, I think that's a good way to look at it. Exactly. Now let's get into what you do every day, Krista. There's so much that that you say here in your bio, but I want to really dig into how do you help people level up their lives? Mm, yes. So for me, I love working with people to see how and where and why they want to grow. So sometimes clients come to me with really ginormous grand great goals and then sometimes it's just like smaller things and 
for me, it's all about taking the next step. And it's not about going from zero to 100 because those are just outrageous expectations and it can kind of just set us up for failure. So I like to level up one by one, level by level. So whatever it is I'm working on or someone's working on, we work consciously to take it to the next step, not like 10 steps later or whatnot. And that 1%, that 1% shift really, you know, changes the trajectory of one's life. And then eventually we hit those goals. And then some people like to move faster. Some people like to take a more slower self-guided pace. And, and that's all good because I believe that everyone has their own path. And, and I think each person levels up in their own way at their own time. And I think that it's really, really important to honor that and to be conscious of that and present with it. And, you know, whatever way someone wants to level up, whether it's physically or mentally or emotionally or spiritually, I like to work on all of it because to me, they're all linked. And once we get all those levels in sync, then we become unstoppable. So what does leveling up look like for the listeners who may be going, wow, that's a term, you know, you, you've just said it, I've heard it before. What does that actually look like? Yeah, to me, it looks like hitting another goal or peeling back another layer and revealing self to another deeper understanding so that we can um, grow further in life. So for me, it's about growth. It's about growing forward and rising up and achieving and doing and succeeding and, and loving and living and being more happy and literally evolving like a a self evolution of sorts in, in all aspects of life. It's, it's like a leveling up of self, of improvement and a better mastery in all areas of life. Now, we mentioned that you're an author. Can you tell us about your books and what they're about, please? Absolutely. Yes. So I've published four books so far. Uh, they are co-author books. So I've had the privilege of writing alongside 20 plus different women on some of them. And two of the books I produced and as the lead author, got everyone together and they're about parenting. So um, the first one is called Mama's Gotta Work. And it's all about going back to work after having kids. And then the second one, the follow-up to that was called Mama's Gotta Grow. And that one was all about personal growth after becoming a mother. And then there's another one called Women Let's Rise. And that's all about female empowerment and working together as women and collaborations and all those great things. And then there's another one called Lighting the North, and that's a collaboration with Canadian authors where I submitted a beautiful poem that I wrote. And they're all available on Amazon, and um, they went bestseller. They all won book awards, which is incredible, and I'm so proud of them. And it's definitely a huge highlight of my life to be able to, to be a published author. So what gave you the inspiration for Mama's Gotta Work? Was it from your own life? And, you know, as a working mom, how do you find that balance between family and work? Yes. Yeah. So it did, it did come to me um, from my own life, the idea for the book. Once I returned to work, back to work after having my son, Jackson, he was four or five months old at the time. And I was going back to film in Toronto for a TV series. And it was really challenging. I was facing a lot of experiences that I had never, of course, gone through before and also had never really heard people speak about. So 
I was Googling everything and searching how to get through this and what to do about that. And I had eventually realized like there's, there's no like one-stop shop here for all these answers. So I, I got to write about it. Like it, it hasn't been done before. So someone's got to do it. Why not me? And so that's how that book came to be. And I approached my publisher with the idea. She loved it. And we hit the ground running and got 20 moms, working moms to contribute their stories, all about stuff like that, like balancing the work life and everything. And to me, it's kind of funny because I'm a Libra by traits. So balance is my sign. And I'm always trying to balance things. But recently, I've come to the realization that life is more about harmony because it feels like there there is no such thing as balance, no perfect balance anyway between between anything. There's always some sort of a tipping point one way or another to whatever degree. It could be at either end of the spectrum. But for me, I find I, I do a lot better when I when I look at it in the sense of harmonizing work life for myself personally, because I feel like it's it's impossible to multitask and be fully present in both or more tasks that we're doing at any one given time. So I like to focus on one at a time as much as I can anyway, and give my all to that task. So whether it's parenting or work or whatever it is I'm doing, and then kind of like keep that plate spinning, set it to the side and then go and then whatever else I'm doing. So if I'm parenting or work or whatever. So almost like, you know, those um, circus acts where you see the people spinning the plates and then they add another one and they start spinning that plate and they add another one and start spinning that plate and keep going. It's kind of like that. So it's like I'm spinning this plate and then I'm adding over here and spinning that plate and adding another one here and coming back to each plate as need be and and get it spinning again and keep it going and then let the momentum of that run itself and then come back. And it's definitely a juggling act. And um, my chapter is called The Struggle is Real. And that's definitely what it's all about. It's about managing all the different struggles and juggles in between. And it's it's an art, definitely a, an art that we practice that evolves over time. And it's always new and exciting. And there's always you know, new waters to navigate and learn from and all those great things. So it's definitely a fun ride and very taxing and exhausting, but the most rewarding and heart fulfilling thing for me to be a mom and as well to be able to have the privilege to be a a working working mom as well. When you were describing the plate spinning, I just thought it was what motherhood was. That's a cassette. It's so true. So... You talk about the creative arts and your love for nature. Do they coincide? Mm, They absolutely do because I look at Mother Nature as the most creative artist and who makes the most beautiful masterpieces of all. And to me, creation is using our body, our mind, our soul, our spirit as a vessel and and working together with nature really because we are of nature and to me like whenever we create we're we're bringing forth something that's come from source from nature from divine guidance and so to me they go hand in hand and like my favorite thing to do is to be able to create outside in nature if possible so if I'm writing or journaling or painting whatever it is I think it's amplified by nature and I think it's the most beautiful collaboration to be able to work together with with nature and and have that creative touch it's so so beautiful Krista is there something we haven't discussed today that you feel the listeners might need to hear Mm. 
yeah, you know, I would love to offer something that I, that I teach my children and something that I often share or with my clients and loved ones and just uh, my network in general, because I think it's something that we can all strive to do better in and, and share with one another is to always leave people, places, and things better than before you came. And I think that really sets us up for a better future and for a better now. And, and it really is an all-encompassing piece of collection of words that you know, really helps one another, helps self, helps our kids and everyone to come after us. And I think it's something that we can all agree on is we all want to have a great world, a loving world, and to leave every person, place, and thing better than before we came, I think is a really great mindset to have. And and it really covers everything when I think about it. And I think it's just so beautiful. And I love sharing that. That is beautiful. Now, before we let you go, we love freebies here. What can you offer the listeners as a freebie and where can they find it? Oh, yes, of course. I am offering free half-hour sessions at the moment. So anyone can go to my website, which is krystalee.com. So that's K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-E-E.com. And um, shoot me an email and let me know that you heard about this through Magic's show. And I will be in touch and we can set up a free half hour session and I would love to connect with you and get to know you more. Beautiful. So that's www.crystalee.com. Krista, thank you so much for coming and joining us here on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor and I'm so grateful to connect with you today. We're being blessed to have you. And listeners, thank you so much for your time. This was your episode 212. Obviously. We have more guests coming up, more great episodes, but we do need to hear from you. So jump to our Facebook page, which is at A Magical Life Podcast, and let us know there in the comments who you want to hear from, topics that you want us to cover, or freebies that you want me to hunt down for you from our guests. So please do do that and go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.